Hey, I'm Jenny. And I'm Lindsay, and you're listening to the Virtual Summit Secrets Podcast. This is a place for you if you want to learn all the things about hosting a virtual summit. We've hosted and produced countless summits, and we can't wait to share with you all of our biggest secrets. So sit back, grab your favorite drink, and get ready to put on a killer summit experience. Welcome to the Virtual Summit Secrets Podcast. So in today's episode, we're chatting all about how to properly vet summit applicants. So last week we talked about just finding people in general, and now we're actually going to talk about like people who apply to be in your summit. So first I want to dive into why applications are super important. So an application gives people that you may not have even thought of inviting to speak at your summit, like a chance to put themselves out there and put themselves forward. Cause obviously we don't know everyone in the online space. So it's important to kind of diversify how we get people into our summit. Um, and just really having this application process helps you figure out Um, which speakers are going to be a good fit and see what they have to offer from the get-go instead of kind of just like hemming and hawing about it. So when we were promoting or when we're promoting our application, we typically promote it through Facebook groups and people apply that way. And in the past, we've gotten anywhere between like five and like 20 from applications. And then the rest typically is personalized outreach. Um, We try to Last year, we only did five from application and the rest was outreach. So it was mostly from outreach, but um, we try to definitely give people the chance to apply as well. And because we don't know who we don't know. So obviously um, having options is helpful and we've gotten some really great people from our applications over the years. So we definitely think it's important. Yeah, so now we want to dive into some questions to add in your application to make sure you are asking the right things in order to properly vet them. So these are the things that we ask. The name, obviously, (laughs) an email, their website, their social media handles. I think we might even ask for their followings on the social media as well, just to kind of give us an idea, um, their proposed topic ideas, their, um, oh, I did say, yeah, their speaker social following size. So we do that along with the handles. Then their speaker email list size. Um, and then normally we also ask, why do you want to be on the summit? In the summit, have you been in summits before? Just to kind of gauge if this is new to them, you know, it's 100% okay if they don't know who we are and it's new to the summit, but like if they've seen us before, it's always nice to hear that on the application. And we, at the top of the application, we include a breakdown of the promotional requirements and deadlines. Um, I actually need to go back and check our application. I don't know if we added the promotional requirements to our last one, but we definitely do any deadlines and what is at like that it is a pre-recorded presentation. It's due by this date, you know, and that type of stuff. So they are aware of what is needed from them before they apply. Because we have had people apply in the past, even with this information though. And then we reach out like pretty quickly and then they ask us a ton more information and then turn us down. It's like, 
we would rather have somebody reach out to us first than apply for something that's not even the right fit. But, you know, some people are just a little uh, overexcited um, for that stuff. And we do want to note again, we've mentioned this several times and in several episodes, but while we do ask for the potential speakers following an email list size, this has never been and will never be a determining factor in our decision to go with somebody or not. You know, um, yeah, Jenny's going to talk about the criteria for actually reviewing the applicants, but I did want to make that note because that we are really big on that fact. So we don't want you to like be like, well, you asked for it. It's more just to, again, gauge our potential reach. And even so, we don't take it as fact. Like we're like, okay, yeah. cool. Like they have 1500 on their list, but you know, things can change. They may not send to their whole list. It's just kind of nice to know what you could potentially reach with all the applicants that you end up selecting since we don't have that information publicly from our outreach people because we don't ask for it, which because like we mentioned in the last episode, it's kind of not really a nice thing to do when you're reaching out to someone um, personally. <laughs> so yeah. So let's dive into the criteria for reviewing the applicants. So we like to make sure that their topic isn't something we already had. Like if they have, if they only put, we also tell them to list several topics, like here, like not just one, just in case it's something we already have, because we don't, we want to be able to, like, if they have three core topics that they talk about and like number one was covered, but two and three weren't, we like to have those options, but also, you know, make sure that we have, um, you know, we're diversifying the topics themselves. Yeah. So we want to make sure that their topic isn't something we already had and something also that we felt was a complimentary to the current confirmed speakers and topics. We didn't want something just completely out of left field because it would be confusing to people. Um, and we wanted to make sure that our lineup is diverse with the applicants that we chose. So, um, we wanted to continue that. We didn't want to pick all people of one race, like or one gender, one race, whatever. Um, that's super important to us too. So we want to have a good topic, um, diverse topic, diverse speakers lineup. So we want to make sure that that's kind of balanced out. Um, we do have requirements for our email, our, our applications for email list size. We do, it's nothing huge. We just want them to have at least a thousand email list size. We have made um, exceptions here if we really like the topic, but that is just kind of like a baseline that we do like to go by. But um, because these are applicants and not people we have personally vetted, it's not like one of those things that you feel guilty about because you just like ask them and, you know, they provide it. And, you know, like I said, we've made exceptions in the past, but that's just kind of to gauge this person since it isn't someone we personally reached out to. Yeah. And like Jenny said, we have made exceptions in the past because it's not the most important thing, but this is kind of the first glance that we go through when we are determining if they're a good fit or not. We, we, I think we, we sort by email list size um, when we're kind of doing our first run through, but again, it's not the most important thing. And there has been times where there have been people that have huge email list and their topic just did not make sense for our summit, their topic or their audience. So 
while that would have been fantastic, it would have made absolutely no sense. So just keep that in mind. Um, I think the quality of your applicants are going to come into how detailed your application is. Like how Jenny said with the topic ideas, um, I think we have like a little sub note that says, you know, you can provide more than one or give us three. And then we also say like, use this area to pitch us. Right. Like make it, you know, make it sound compelling and enticing. Yeah. Yeah. Because we have got some that just, they put the topic, make that much sense. They put the topic and then they put like one or two bullet points and it's like, Okay, like we want like a description here. Like it doesn't need to be like your description that you're going to use like once you actually turn in your speaker materials to us, but just something that is interesting and enticing and you know, like some people miss the mark there and then then we kind of do a little bit of digging deeper and then we're like, "Oh, okay, that's what they meant." But like at initial glance, like think about when people are pitching for podcasts, like you want that Mm -hmm. to be compelling. You want to be interested in the topic from the get-go. You don't want to have to dig to find the good information. So um, that's just kind of my recommendation when it comes to, you know, if you are filling out an application to be on a podcast or in a summit or whatever, like use that space to really stand out and not just blend in with everyone else. Yeah. And I think that's important too, because as we're going through our application, if we're unsure what your topic is, we're going to pass you in the first review because we normally look at the application a few times. So like if we're getting to a spot where our outreach has kind of dried up, you know, we, we reached out to all the people we wanted to, and we still have a few spots and we've gone through kind of our first round of applicants and we still have some spots, you know, like, our first round, we will pass you if it doesn't make sense, if it's not compelling, you know, if we have to dig deeper to see what you actually mean. Um, so that that's just, I think, another good thing to note, because if they can't articulate it great on the application, that always is a red flag for me that they might not be able to articulate it great in their presentation. So that's kind of also how, how we vet. Um, but we just want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find the show notes at www.summitsuccesssquad.com slash episode dash 10. We are finally in the double digit, which is so exciting. And if hosting a summit is kind of on your bucket list this year, but you're not sure where to start, go over to www.summitsuccesssquad.com slash blueprint and snag our summit planning blueprint that dives into our signature 5P summit planning framework. So if you have been enjoying the podcast, we would be so very grateful if you could rate, review, and subscribe to the Virtual Summit Secrets Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Play. And we will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for spending time with us today on the Virtual Summit Secrets Podcast. If this episode was helpful, be sure to share it on social media and tag us at Summit Success Squad or personally share it with someone you know could benefit from the episode. New episodes will be released every Wednesday. See you next time.